Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! and hot takes fantasy football podcast i am joe norton with me as always is mr jared campbell how you doing jared yep i'm here i did i just saw we were kind of having to go on the fly here um just as we just started and then somebody tried to call me in i don't know what's going on so hopefully we can hear but i had to ignore that call we got to try to get through this we got to try and get through it on unfortunate circumstance, you know, family first. That's what we always say here uh, at the hot routes and uh, unfortunate event. Hopefully, hopefully Cohen's doing well. Um, but yeah, we had, you know, had to, had to call an audible, you know, yeah. and yeah. It, hopefully this is going to be a fast pod. We don't have much time, but we're trying to give the GMs what they want, what they ask for. And uh, I think we're going to try and do the best that we can, but you know, started off the pod with a little song there and any idea of why, you know, maybe our producers chose that song. The roof is on fire. We don't need water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn motherfucker. Fucker burn. burn. I got no idea. I mean, am I guessing here? Or, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be, a. I mean, I guess you could guess, but it was I mean, to maybe. It was alluding to one of the GMs and maybe their squad. So, I mean, it's, so it's, I mean, we're talking about uh, Mr. Owen three after three weeks. Mr. Owen three, burn it down. Damn, burn it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. He Panic says he's meter. not. Though. He says he yeah. is not panicked. Um, it, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the gif of that dog that says, nah, everything's fine. And, and then, then, like, the, the next picture is, uh, everything's fine, and it's just burning down behind him. Yeah, that's, what, now, that's what John's team reminds me of. And now the running back he traded for is out with shin injury. That just makes – that look, that sounds like something to where, like, an old, like, NCAA football where somebody would go out, oh, hurt their something. And you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I don't know. He <laughs> says he's not panicking, but if I know John, he's panicking. He's panicking. Do we see another trade offer to somebody or hear about some sort of trade uh, this week? Or if if he loses, I think definitely something's got to happen. But... Yeah, I don't know. It's the problem right now, though, is like, I mean, we're. I feel like a lot of the teams are all the same. Yeah, kind of very kind of. Yeah, kind of very top-heavy a little bit. Most teams have, like, 
a solid three, maybe four players, and then the rest of their teams is like a bunch of like playable flex options. And that just makes it hard to trade. So I don't know. We're yeah. gonna have to, I don't think a trade's gonna happen for a while. And it's gonna so a lot of people are just gonna have to ride it out. But uh but have yeah. to ride it out. Well let you know, let's, let's run let's, down this real quick. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to well, listen to us. Do. They don't care. I mean yeah. we gotta yeah, people don't care about my kid throwing up and stuff like that, not being able to do that. So I'm at the house now with them, but we don't, I mean, let's, let's appease to the masses, <laughs> Chaz, <laughs> and let's just get on with this. Yeah. Um, I'm in my car, so I had to call an audible and I'm doing a little bit differently here. So yeah, we're going to do a little recap of last week. That was uh week three edition. We got that coming up. Uh, we may do a little shooting from the hip. We haven't decided. We'll see if time allots for that. And then obviously we'll jump into the week four matchups. A lot of good matchups there, but um, anything else before we get started? I don't think so, man. Can't believe we're already in week four. It's, it's amazing. Amazing. All right, bud, let's get to it. Are you the commissioner of your league and just not winning? I'm here to change that. I won't lie, I'm not qualified with draft strategy, and although some would argue otherwise, I can't see the future in regards to injuries. <laughs> but I am able to help fellow commissioners unlock loopholes that benefits us and not our opponents. For a small one-time fee of $49, that's $49, you'll have access to my tips on taking advantage of the advantages of being your league commissioner and not finish in last place with a 4-9 record. Subscribe today at www.jvthecommish.com. Time to turn that season around without your fellow GMs ever knowing how you did it. It's time for the weekly Rapid Fire Recap. Alrighty, boys, here we go. Week four edition. We're going to take a look back into the Rapid Fire Recap here and get things started with a Pittman versus Slip. This was a um, kind of a close matchup here, just for the record. You know, I ended up uh, picking Slip in this one. You ended up with Jared, or Jared ended up with Pittman, so... You got the win on this one. Uh, what kind of happened here? What happened to Slip here? Well, I thought we were going to see a 3-0 and team. Yeah, his his guys just kind of didn't show up. It kind of, came again, came down to like a Monday night. I can't remember if he had anybody going Sunday night either. But uh, he needed some points from uh, Amari and Greg Zerline on Monday night, and that game just kind of got out of hand and didn't do enough. So um, maybe it's because the Cowboys are playing the Panthers this weekend, but Brooks went ahead and cut Zerline because I think he missed another point, uh, extra point attempt. No goal. Um, yeah. yeah, but, the, I mean, the big thing was with uh, Pittman is he's, he's not panicking. He had that really, really bad week one showing. His guys have responded. He made that trade. His, I don't know if it's looking good now because A.J. Brown goes down with a hammy. Um, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But he had a, another big performance from Michael Williams, and it's just uh, his team's looking pretty solid now, kind of moving forward. We'll see if he can kind of stay consistent. But um, it's just classic classic Brooks where, nah, his his bench people did 
didn't do as much. Normally he's guessing wrong all the time on that, but a lot of underperforming. I mean, his defense was his leading score. Wow. Yeah. It's, I was going to bring that up. When you yeah. got a defense, you know, this score right here of 111 is a little bit misleading, and, and it's really due to that defense. I mean, granted, every once in a while, everybody's going to have a defense to pop off 20 points, but, I mean, shit fire. You know, this game looks like a 14-point victory, but really in reality, like a 25, maybe even possibly 30-point yeah. victory. So, so he was Good hoping job for – Man, he's not panicking. Uh, he's st- standing by his squad and, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. I think he's, you know, two and one now. So there we go. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's All move right. on to the next one. We're going to talk about, let me check it on here. Michael got a win this All week. Right. Michael. Look at like Michael yeah, Michael's got a win. So finally, Josh Allen showed up and just dominated again. And Jamar Chase, he's, he might be winning that trade right now between he and I. Um, I did not mm-hmm. see that coming from Chase. But uh, big performances from Allen, Chase, Najee stood up, DeAndre Swift, your boy from last year, is looking good. Um, he had the real I mean, good. Kicker, kicker did really well. Um, Michael's coming. I mean, he's starting to kind of uh, – you know, he was that – we don't really know what he is, but maybe this is his squad. Maybe this is the team where he's uh, – um, Gonna pull it together. There's a lot of consistency and keep moving forward. We'll see. But he, uh, Michael, moved on to two and one, and he's had what? How his scores have been pretty good through each week, right? Michael's scores have been pretty good um, throughout the week. I want to say, I mean, in week two last week, prior yeah. to that, he scored. Um, looking here, 124. So, That's you know, pretty not solid. Like that 130 solid. that we always talk about. Yeah. And then back in week one, um, 125. He ended up with, uh, 125. So he's yeah. getting that 120, you know, four or five range, you know, and he's pulling off victories. So, yeah. so. it's good. You know, we had him as that unicorn when we brought it back to uh, shooting from the hip. I don't know if he's a unicorn anymore. He's kind of like this silent assassin that's just, you know, going about his business, not throwing up high scores weekly, but doing enough to get the job done and get wins for his squad. So that's all you can ask side. for. There you go. All righty, let's move on to game number three. And this one was, uh, let's see here, Brian versus Brian is- Johnny. Yep. So Johnny feeling gay. Eesh. John, yeah. Johnny talking <laughs> all that. Johnny talking all that shit around. I can't remember when he texted it out. What, like five or six o'clock on Sunday saying he was, thank you for the first win or whatever. And, <laughs> but, but our boy Brian, I mean, he's got balls that won't fit in a dump truck because he rolled out. He says it. He said, I said he wasn't going to do it. He said he did it. But he rolled out both Zeke and Tony Pollard, two running backs from the same team on Monday night, and they just shellac 32 points and just catch up and just take the lead and send John to 0-3. And my man is reeling. When I saw that, I was like, I can't believe he's starting two running backs from the same team. But then I thought about it over the last couple, and that was a great move. It was an absolutely great move. They both have been scoring great points. You knew Zeke was going to go off at some point. And 
even if they get behind, Tony Pollard's still going to be in the mix, so he's going to get his stuff because they're going to throw it to him. So that was a great, great GM move there, great coach move um, by Brian. It ends up giving him that victory. What? Panic meter, John? Where, where is it at now? I mean, as of this Friday, I mean – I don't, he's still going to look at the names and on this on paper. And he's like, "What's wrong with my team? I got all these really good names: Tyreek, Keenan, Russell Wilson, now Antonio Gibson, all these guys." And he's like, "They're just not producing." Um, so I don't know. I think I mean he might go down week four or two, and it's just it's going to be tough sledding after that. Yeah, I mean, you hate to not- see it, and. He- and you hate to be in his position, right? Because we the data that we have from previous years and, and our stats department will have to get back to us on that on that actual data, but you start 0 3 in this league and there's not many teams that come back from that um, yeah. to make the playoffs. It's very similar to the NFL. And now he's gotta start thinking he's gotta start thinking last place and he's gotta get a couple wins here. Yeah, and it's not – I mean, it's, it's one thing to where, like, you can't, you don't really matter the records if you're scoring points, but he's not scoring points. So then it starts yeah. coming into, like, well, if I can just – at some point, if you're, like, fighting for the playoff spots with the points, you might be able to just start focusing on that and just punt on the record. But he ain't – he's sucking at both. And so, yeah. I don't – I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's got a guy – his best player right now is Justin Tucker. <laughs> I mean, it is not it is not looking good right now so we'll, we'll see yeah good. we'll we'll see we'll see what happens but i'm i mean i don't know he's got another tough out this week but uh i mean i don't know i don't i don't feel good about him his him moving forward all right let's move on match number four game number four brad versus jared brad is now one and two after a defeat from jared who is now two and one the rock fight of the week goes to you two. Um, for the record, both of us had yourself winning this matchup. Um, never a doubt. <laughs> never never a, doubt. a doubt. You won this. Did you win this on Monday night? I forget. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, had, I was down. I can't remember how many. I was like about 20. I needed like 20, 21 or something like that from Jalen Hurts. And um, we uh, – I didn't watch any of it. I was kind of tracking on my phone. Morgan and I were watching some kind of new clickbait show on Netflix. Really weird and bizarre. Just but, um, yeah. But uh, so I was tracking it. The first half was not looking. I went, I remember I got in the shower. And by the time I got in the shower, he had an interception. And then I went to the, like the kitchen. And by the time I get back, he had like a pick six. I'm like, Jesus, what's going on? Um, so first half was not looking good. And then fourth quarter, Tate came downstairs because he's kind of has this little bug as well. What's going on? So I went upstairs with him and I fell asleep in his bed and I came down at like one 30 and I did the classic, like, okay, game's over. I needed, I went back to look to my phone to pull it up to see if Jalen hurts pulled it out a little garbage time point action. And I pop open the screen and I got that one notification where Jalen hurts touchdown pass. And I see where I, my boys <laughs> pulled it out. Never a doubt. Slept easy that night. Yeah, lowest scoring game, uh, which, you know, that definitely doesn't make either of you too happy right there. But, you know, you look at who Brad's got in the mix here. It's like, you know, where did he 
what happened? Did he choose wrong anyone? You're like, oh my God, of- Tampa defense minus one. Then you scroll down to his bench. You're like, oh, San Francisco defense minus one. So it wasn't that. And obviously you got Kareem Hunt going off yeah. there. But I think the biggest thing that really was the difference maker is CMC going down. Uh, that hurt yep. him. He left the yep. game with only five points. And you got to yep. think if CMC plays that whole game that he's going to pull that victory out. But, hey, sometimes you get lucky, Jared. Never a doubt. Never, never, had, a never. Doubt. I had 100% confidence in my team. Yeah, so Brad's now one and two. You moved to two and one. And that leads us to our last matchup. And it is my matchup versus Rusty. And this is a um, – did you beat the host? And I had Rusty on the podcast uh, earlier this week, so we're going to send it over there. I do want to apologize in advance. Uh, we had some connectivity issues throughout there, so if it seems kind of jumbled, just bear with us there. But let's get over to Did You Beat the Host? It's time for Did You Beat the Host? Here we go. I welcome in to another week's edition of Did You Beat the Host? My name is Joe Norton, host of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. With me this week is a Mr. Rusty Wicker, GM of the DAC Attack. And I like to get things started, Rusty, with one simple question. Did you beat the host? No, uh, Joey, I did not beat the host this past week, week three. That is uh, that is an accurate statement. And unfortunately, the Dak attack dropped to one and two. What do you think kind of um, led to that disappointing loss? Well, Joe, the, uh, the correct term for this past week was I just ran into a buzzsaw by your team. <laughs> so that's, I think, the right content for that as well. So uh, now... To- so are you so are are we now setting the bar as an 18 point loss is a buzzsaw loss is that that what it it was only 18 points it was and honestly i'm not even concerned about that because i actually was third highest score for the week as a, a league so that's fun um but it's more or less you had certain players uh your defense Stafford and stupid Cooper cup uh, go banana lands. So that's where things went south. Okay. So your defense, 29 points miles. Yeah. But, Sand, but they're, the, Jeff, they're the Justin number Jefferson, two overall, number two overall lands. defense in the league. Okay. And the Browns are a good defense. Okay, agreed. So, I mean, no, no, had, defense is nullified things, right? But it was it was the Cooper Cup performance. Um, it was yeah, the but, Stafford, but I also didn't have Dalvin Cook. Let's let's put that out there as well. We will put that out there, and that I think you know probably led to the loss, quite honestly. But yeah, you showed up one thirty six. You know you can't be upset about that. Um, it was just you know unfortunately it came at a bad time for you. And I I, I do have one other question here. So your your team name. Dak attack. And one of my questions was um, week one, do you recall how many points 
Dak Prescott scored for you? Yeah, he was in the mid-30s. Yeah, low 30s, 33.72 points. And can you recall for me Dak, uh, Dak Prescott's combined two-week total? Oh, that was a low performance of a solid 10 points. 34 points combined. So oh, I'm sorry. I don't on. know how much attacking he's doing. I think it's time for a name change if I were you. What would you recommend? I mean, there's got to be plenty of stuff out there between Melvin I was Gordon, not Hawkinson. Like I don't know. I don't, I don't take time out of my day to try and figure out other GM's team names. That's, I put that on the onus of the GM to try and be creative. I was just curious, right? You're one and two here. Um, Dak's really not being a Dak attacker, so you might want to just think about changing your name. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'll take that into consideration and see what I can come up with. All righty. So you didn't beat the host, but let's move on to this week. Now, this week's matchup is going to be between yourself and a formidable opponent, uh, the commissioner, John. Owen 3 Yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah, so so John Verdenick. So we got the Dak attack versus tucking my chub. Um yeah, one and two versus an O oh and three. And I'm currently seeing this at a 138-11 for you and a 136-46 for Johnny. Tell tell the rest of the GMs in the league um, how you feel about this matchup and, and in the end, what direction you, you think the victory is going to go to. All righty, boys, I mentioned we may have had some connectivity issues on the Did You Beat the Host segment of the podcast Turns out we did have some problems here. Reached out to Rusty. He is unavailable to re-record the back half of our conversation, which was around the week four matchup between uh, John and Rusty. Rusty obviously a one and two. John sitting at 0 and three. I did get permission to paraphrase for Rusty, however, uh, through text message. So I will do my best uh, to relay Uh, his paraphrase. And basically it comes down to this. He told me, and I'm paraphrasing, that John's going to wish that he was never a GM of a fantasy football team after my team gets done with his team this week. He said, it is going to be a slaughter to which no other GM has witnessed. Um, So like I said, I'm just paraphrasing here. Uh, Don't shoot the messenger, John. I'm just trying to do my best to relive my conversation with Rusty about your matchup. Um, I don't know if that makes you feel any any better or worse about your matchup coming up week four. Um, but like I said, don't shoot the messenger. And a sorry again about the connectivity issues. Hopefully my paraphrasing uh, did justice. How you doing? I'm Plip. And I'm Plop. You got yourself a dirty pipe. Reach, Reach for, for dude, dude wipes. Dude wipes are non-woven, dispersible man wipes. That's astrophysics for suck it toilet paper. And unlike the other wipes, dude wipes are fragrance free. So you don't get blindsided by a buttload of lavender. Let's see. Dude wipes are flush friendly, 100% biodegradable, 
send a percentage of proceeds to colon charities and millions of wipes to our troops. You like our troops, right guys? So, stop being a dick to your ass. Change your life by going to dudeproducts.com. Pick yourself up a dude wipe and take it. To the hole! So remember kids, the human species cleans its own feces. And there's nothing more whack than a dirty crack. Go to dudeproducts.com for more information. Week four matchups. Here we go. Okay, boys. Here we go. Final segment, week four matchups. I can't believe a quarter of the season is about to end on Monday night. For a recap on the season total, I am now nine and six after a three and two victory last week. Jared, you are now eight and seven, just hovering over 500. Uh, and you went two and three last week. That was a rough one. And then in our divisional matchups, we had a lot of divisional games last week. However, the Cupcake Division is beating the Thunderdome 4-1, and one, and the Thunderdome falls to 1-4. and four. So, I don't know if there should be considered that Thunderdome, but, you know, we'll see how things play out. Let's get started. Let's start with my game. Go my game first. We got me versus Pittman. Odd game, because I just played Pittman, I think, in week one. So it's really weird that I got to play him again in, you know, three weeks. Um, I'm currently listed at 137.69. Pittman's at a 132. No one went last night for us. Jared, who you got in this match? Ooh, this one, we got Monday night with Mike Williams facing off against Darren Waller. Ooh, this is, could be a showdown. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to come down to that. I think Pittman is going to be up 10 going into Monday night. And Raiders just cannot contain my it done again. And Pittman takes down Joe to win by five. Man, that would be an awful scenario. Um, That never happens. Really, really to you, right? No, no, not, not on no Monday bad night. Scenarios not ever right. happened to me on Monday night. Um, no, I, I, I'm gonna pick myself. I know you, you know, you, you're picking Pittman. I'm gonna pick myself, and here's why. I just want to be Pittman two games to nothing already this early in the season because I'm just gonna berate him with comments over and over Ooh. and over again throughout the entire season. Um, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer uh, than maybe some previous matchups that I had, maybe like last week, Jer- or Rusty. Because um, I think Pittman's team is kind of getting its stride. And my boy, um, Cooper Cup, has really just been uh, a placeholder on my team. And I, I just don't know if that can – that can't cons- – that can't keep coming up, right? That can't – that can't I – mean, I mean, maybe not the 25 points plus, but, yeah, I mean, 15 to 20 on a weekly basis? Yeah, I think so. Well, I hope that's the case. Um, I'm really banking on um, – we have a little side bet going that um, Rob Gronkowski is not going to score as much as uh, Dallas Goddard. I hope that stands true. I told Pittman 
uh, I think in our first matchup or maybe at the Did You Beat the Host segment that, you know, how do you not play Rob Gronkowski on a nationally televised game? And look at him now. He's putting him in there. And here's the thing. Belichick is not going to let Gronkowski score. He can't stop Brady from scoring, but he can stop Gronkowski from scoring. So I hope he keeps him in there. Uh, that was the contingent part of our bet. He's got to keep him in there. Um, but we'll see what happens. Maybe he gets cold feet and he puts Goddard in. So I don't know. I got I got myself. You're going to grab on to Pittman, and let's move on over to uh, Brian and Slip. Both teams are 2-1. and one. Um, Looks like Slip's got the edge in terms of uh, potential points here, 138 to a 127. Who are you picking in this one? God, we got another one coming down to Monday night with a quarterback. They yeah. have Derek Carr. He's got a good matchup. He, I mean, he gets on the road, though. Um, I don't think – I mean, Brian can't stay with Brian Tannehill, right, with A.J. Brown probably being out. And I think Julio Jones might be in out. And they're just going to give the ball to Derrick Henry at like, like 45 times, right? So, he's he got to throw Cousins in? He's got to put in Kirk Cousins. He's got to put in Kirk Cousins. So, I think – I'll say that if, if Brian puts in Kirk Cousins, Brian wins. If he leaves in Ryan Tannehill, Brooks wins. Mm. I think Brooks wins regardless, and that's because I don't think he's got a good quarterback matchup. Yeah, Tannehill's playing against the Jets, but they're just going to run all over the Jets. They're going to get a lead, and they're just going to continue to run that clock out. They're not going to need to rely on Tannehill's arm, and I don't think if he plays Cousins, he's going to get – Cousins going to get like three picks during nah, that game. not at home. Um Cousins, cousins at home. Cleveland nah. is a Cleveland nah. is a good defense. I think that's the case. However, I think I think this is maybe the year of slip, right? Um, Derek Carr is gonna, I think, perform pretty well. That's gonna be a huge game Monday night. I don't even know if it comes down to that. Obviously, he'll probably be down a little bit, but if if he's down anything, it's maybe ten points, and you got to think Derek Carr is gonna cover that ten points. So I'm gonna pick slip in this one. And I think you have a contingent plan on a quarterback. So we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll figure that out. Let's move on to Brad versus Michael. We got Brad sitting at a one and two record. Michael, a silent two and one, and he's projected at one forty two point one seven to a one thirty for Brad. So Brad's not even sitting in a good position there uh, pregame. So who do you got in this one? Man, look at Brad already leaving 16 points on the bench from Tyler Boyd. Mm. He's, all, he's already mm. guessed wrong. Um, Kittle might not even play. I don't even know if he has another tight end on there. Um, I, this one, I'll tell you. He doesn't. This one is going to come down to I'm going to take Brad. And the reason why is I think the Tampa Bay Bucks are just going to shellac the Patriots. And I think he's – I'm talking about 15-plus points from the Bucks, And he's just – Herbert, everybody else is going to do well. I think this might be the Diggs coming out party. And so I'm going to take Brad because of Diggs and the Bucks D. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go opposite direction here. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to pick and stick with the hot hand of Michael. I just think his guy's got too much firepower. Um Obviously, he's probably a little bit disappointed with Chase only scoring 10 points, but I think Scary Terry's going to get in the mix. Uh, Najee's going to come out, finally score a couple tutties. And I think this might be Pitts's coming out party. Oh. Pitts doesn't, hasn't really done this much 
uh, throughout the year. Um, I think he's only got – he doesn't even have a touchdown. So I think this is the week that he ends up getting a touchdown and maybe two. And that, I think, is what's going to uh, project Mike over um, Bradley. And unfortunately, I think Brad falls to one and three. And wow. that is not a position wow. to be at. I mean, your Bears are going to shut. Your Bears are going to shut down DeAndre Swift. The Bears' defense is okay. The problem is, I don't, I don't, you know, they're the the Bears are schizo right now. They don't even know what's going on. The they problem don't even have is, a coach that knows who's going to start on Sunday, as far as the quarterback goes. <laughs> you know what they say days. about you know what they say about having two quarterbacks. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, one or you don't have any. <laughs> and if you have three yeah. quarterbacks. You might as well be fired. Yeah. So he should um, be fired. Yeah. So I mean, the the Bears' offense is so bad that they're going to be like. The problem is, is they can't hold the ball, so they're just going to be given like a bazillion plays to the Lions. Yeah. So we'll see. It's, it's going to be bad. Yeah. All righty, let's move on to John versus Rusty. Rusty in a one-two spot, and there's Johnny. Zero and three. Um, they're equally matched here, equally matched, 138 for Rusty, 136 for John. Um, I don't know. I, this one's I, – I want to pick John. I really do because I want him to get out of the cellar. And if he gets out of the cellar and all these other people lose, that we got a lot going down in the cellar, in the bottom of the, uh, the NCFFL if Johnny loses. So – or excuse me, if Johnny wins. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. But where, what do you think is going to happen? Man, I don't know. This was, this is, this is, this is going to be a tight one, right? So I'm trying to look and see where the difference is. What's the, what's the, who's the player that is going to be the the deciding factor? I mean, Rusty's got to play Prescott against the shutdown Panthers defense. I don't know. Um, I think it comes down to, man, I'm going to take Rusty if, if John leaves Christian Kirk in the starting lineup. But if John takes Kirk out and puts in Emmanuel Sanders with the Bills, I think he's going to have another good day. And I think if he puts in Sanders, I think John wins. But if he leaves in Christian Kirk, Rusty's going to win. I think it's going to come down to John's best player. Uh, Justin Tucker? Justin Tucker. <laughs> How many does I he need to win? <laughs> I mean, he kicked a 66-yarder he kicked a in a dome. What's he going to do over at, on, in, in Denver in Mile High? 67? He might even be able to do 70. Is he that might the thing? Be able to do if if Tucker kicks a seventy yard field, that's what it takes for John to win a seventy yard field that's, goal from Tucker. That's what it's going to take, right? I think so. so Lucas and um, but so I I I think this really come down to uh, Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard, however you pronounce the guy's name, uh, and, and quite honestly, their defenses. Uh, Denver's Denver's going to do well, I think. Chicago, I just don't know. So I, I I'm gonna take John in this one. I already forgot who you decided you were taking. I'm taking if John leaves in Christian Kirk, oh, okay. Rusty's gonna win. 
if John takes Kirk out and puts in Emmanuel Sanders, John's going to win. All right. I hate going back and figuring out your contingent picks. It's well, I got a lot of stuff going on. We got to mess with people's mind. I'm not playing them this week, but they're both in my division. I need some low scores from both of them. Alrighty, bud. Let's move on to the the final matchup. Your game. We don't even we don't even need to talk about my competition. We already know I'm going to win. I mean, look at these look at these projected points. Allen Robinson, twelve points. Hadn't hit that all year. Calvin Ridley, fifteen point seven. Hadn't hit that this year. Uh, uh, Michael Pittman, twelve point seven six. I don't even know if he's playing. Kick his ass, Tyler Bass. <laughs> Did you get that reference when you saw it? I- I did get his. I, yeah. I did get it. Um, okay. I, I think you got a solid squad here. My only concern, as I look throughout your entire team here, my only concern is at that quarterback level, Jalen Hurts. Oh, he's going to get it done against the Chiefs. I just don't know if points. he can. I don't know if he can pull it off. I wish you would look into the market and see if there's someone else that you can nah. put in there. Uh, well, who, who am I going to give up? Am I going to trade for somebody? Drop somebody? All the my bench guys are they're they're going to be stars. Gainwell, he's going to be a star. I think I, I got, got hurt, didn't he? Nah, he had a breakout game this past. I might even put him in. Corey he might. Dave, I might I'm even, surprised Corey Davis you're not playing. I might even um, revenge game. <laughs> revenge. He might. He might even make it. I don't know yet. I got too many options to decide from. Probably guess wrong, but I ain't hurting at quarterback if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. I'm going to take yourself. Obviously, you're going to take yourself. I think you move on to two or excuse me, three and one. And you'll be at the top of the uh, top of the mix, uh, top of the NCFFL. So I'm going to I'm going to get my third win and I'm not even going to break 130. Oh, my. Oh, my. Wow. Alrighty, boys, that'll do it for the week four matchups. One final note, the gambling corner. Obviously, we already alluded to Pittman versus Joe. We got that running bet between uh, Gronkowski and Goddard. But just to recap from last week, you bet me $5 that Daniel Jones would outscore Derek Carr. That didn't occur. Um, Derek Carr won by three points exactly. Ooh. So uh, brings the running total down to $13. It was at 18. So uh, maybe we can think of some other bets throughout the weekend there. Um, But just want to tell everybody good luck in week four. And Jared? Dodge injuries and whatever Cohen has. And guess right. Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here 
at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Dodge injuries and guess right.